This episode of the Aqua Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Aqua Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Say 30%. Now let's start the show. All right. Ready. to the Awkward Minority Podcast, episode 51. I am one of your hosts, Lady Godiva, and with me on every episode, the coolest host alive, Jesus Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Little Uzi Burt. Hey, 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 how you doing today? I'm good. I'm very, very good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yo, um, do you ever think about death? What? Do you ever think about death? Like, do you ever think about what happens when you die? I've, I've thought of, uh, I'm, yeah, quite a few times, right? <laughs> I don't know, man, because cause I was just thinking, I'm like, I wonder, I like, I was like, I wonder when you die, like, when you go into heaven or whatever, do you get, are you able to change your clothes? Like, if you die, do you have to now live the rest of your life? In the same clothes you died in, or the same clothes that they put you in the casket in. Because if so, I have some requests that I need to get out before I die. So everybody know. But I don't know. Like I really do be thinking about shit like that. Because it's like um, when I was younger, I thought about they get they they have to have a ghetto, and I thought that was the stupidest thing ever. Because you're in heaven. Why would you want to be in heaven in the ghetto? Come on, Tupac. I don't want to go to I don't want to go to Thug's Mansion either because I imagine that Thug's Mansion is in hell. But anyway, if you're listening to this podcast episode, be sure to share it on all social media. That is Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, SoundCloud, or wherever else you consume social media. And be sure to use the hashtag the awkward minority and my awkward misfits. Anyway, but yeah, back to this. So I was thinking about that for a while because. I, for some apparent reason, I was checking out Lil Uzi Vert's song. Have you ever heard of Lil Uzi Vert? No, I haven't. Lil Uzi Vert is the one with the weird voice on, on Bad and Bougie. They go, yeah, yeah, that way. You know, he's, oh, he's like, that, that, yeah. that bitch back to the bone. Wait, like, yo, I can't, his voice, no, the, some dude's voice is like, it's no way in hell. You talking about sh- you talking about you talking about pulling all these women when your voice sounds like you just hit puberty? Like you're like, yeah, baby, you want to go out tonight? Like how you doing? Like no, I, I just can't see no woman being her ears being caressed to the sound of your screeching ass voice. But anyway, <laughs> I need to disrespect him honestly because I was going to give him a compliment because you know a lot of people like Lil Uzi Vert. I personally don't like his rapping because I heard on Bad and Booze he can't rap. But I was listening to I decided to listen to um. EXO tour life, and uh-huh. as a person that likes rock and roll, I fucks with the song. Once you get past his voice, but the song is pretty demonic because he goes, um, "Push me to the edge, all my friends are dead. Push me to the edge, I don't, all my friends are dead." And like he's singing, like I don't really care if you die or some shit. I don't really care. I'm not afraid to die. So it's really emo ish. It made me think about our podcast because all the listener letters lately has been on some emo shit. Yeah, like with the awkward meal. Like, I mean, I feel good that they come to us, but it's kind of scary at the same time. Like, they are like we're therapists. We didn't know. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What is going on? Right. That's what I'm like. I'm like, damn, how many depressing people do y'all know? Either the person depressed, the person gonna commit suicide. You think they already committed suicide? Like, it's like, it's like, I appreciate y'all trusting in, I, actually, I appreciate y'all trusting in us enough to know that we're gonna give you some good advice because goddamn, that's some deep shit. But yeah, that song is very, it's very emo-ish. I guess he caught Waka Flocka was like he's not a rapper, and I was like, okay, he's really not. It's, it's, it's rock. If he gets some, if he gets some control over his voice, there's gonna be some good rock. But yeah, that song is low key lit, but it's really weird. Cause push, push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Like I'm like, oh, this shit's really weird. It's just really weird. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I was thinking about that because you know Donald Trump fucking us. Donald Trump fucking America up, and I was thinking like, yo, when we die. 
If you voted for Trump, just know I'm whooping your ass in the waiting room to heaven. <laughs> Square the fuck up, everybody. But what yo, are we gonna do? But yo, tell moment of silence. So what? <laughs> moment of silence for the life that once was. Yo, t- God, listen, listen, woman. I know you out there listening. Listen, when we get to heaven, I would like for us to be able to still record the podcast. Why the fuck not? Like, send, like send some beams down to 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 the earth. To the earth when we die, because I still want to get it off. I still, I want them to be like, damn, did they do they ever stop recording the podcast? We be like, we like Tupac. We we recorded it before we died. When we're when actually we recorded it last week and we uploaded it to SoundCloud. This gonna be a hologram of us, <laughs> right? Can never get rid of us. We everywhere. <laughs> we like roaches. We never die. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my goodness. <laughs> she was scared the fuck out of y'all like oh my god these mo- didn't he just die last week no but seriously though like i want to know in heaven what do you wear in heaven like seriously do you get do you get like an unlimited supply of free is everything okay first of all is everything free in heaven why are you asking me like i know i have a good man <laughs> i'm the i'm the i'm the ordained minister so i i really should know but I'm just saying, it's, I want to know. It's, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> um, do, do you care to share where that came from? Like, one day you just decided I'm going to be an ordained minister. <laughs> because <laughs> I want to. Because I want to get some of these misfits. I want to. I want to get these misfits married. I want to. I want to um perform a wedding. Okay, but like, what did you do? You just woke up. Did you have a dream the night before? Did you just, did you wake up and be like, I'm gonna try this today? <laughs> now, I think. I've been thinking about it. I done told y'all a long time. I be think y'all be thinking when I say stuff on the podcast, people think I'm joking. But I said on the podcast before that I want to marry people, and I thought about it. I was like, well, I gotta go through the process of doing it. So I went through the process, and I didn't tell you or anybody else because I'm very fearsome of things failing mm-hmm. before they happen. So I tell you certain things, but certain things I have no control over, like getting approved to be a, a minister. I'm definitely not telling nobody because I'm scared it's gonna fail. Then you'll be like, yo, did you ever become an ordained minister? No, I didn't, okay? Shut up, Charlie. Go mind your business, Charlie. So I don't tell people, but that's what I was like. I told you first, and I didn't tell nobody else till what right now, five months later, I've been an ordained minister for like five months and nobody knew but you. I mean, I think it's cool. I, I was just wondering how it you know, what made you just do it? I mean, it's awesome. It's something different and unique and special. I was just, yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to officiate um, Jacob's wedding. <laughs> Yo, while you playing, I could have did lotters while you playing. I could have saved some money because ministers are, fr- they're freaking money-making machines. Oh no! Oh my goodness! So, did, I mean, we could talk about my sister's wedding a little bit if you like. <laughs> well, I, I should have. We done already started, so why not? Okay. So, well, okay. Backtrack. The night before, right? Um, we didn't have any like we didn't have a bachelorette party or anything like that. My sister is like really conservative and she's petite and like really quiet and private and stuff. So that didn't happen. But I was at home trying to finish everything, right? I shaved one leg because that's <laughs> the leg that showed had a slit. Time out, time <laughs> out. So you only shaved one of your legs? So right now, you ha- if I was to touch your leg, it's one of those is hairy. <laughs> yeah. What are we gonna do with you? I fucking love you, but what are we gonna do with your crazy ass? She said right now, she's walking around with one hairy ass leg, just one leg, cause you're Arabic too. So I imagine this hair on that motherfucker, like you just walk around. Oh my god, you. Uh... 
Look, I had three people to get ready. Janelle, Jacob, and myself. I made it. I was the maid of honor. Janelle was the flower girl, and Jacob was the ring bearer. So, and it's a it's a big responsibility. So, anyways, I, I got one leg shaved, and then um, my friend Patricia she came over, and she, first off, she came really late. So I didn't end, she didn't end up dyeing my hair until about one in the morning. Yeah. And yeah. And so when I went in the shower and, you know, got the dye out of my hair, blah, 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 I come out and I, you know how like the, the, the mirror gets steamy. So I had, I had to take a double take, like, the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> so I wiped the window, I mean the mirror and my hair is bright. It is right. Oh, shut up. Let, okay, first of all, time out. Shout out to Pat. Shout out to Pat, which is Patricia. She don't like, she don't like, Pat do not like that nickname. She thought I just called me Trish. No, I'm not going to call you plain Pat. I'm going to call you Pat. I don't know how I keep on giving everybody boy names. I don't know. But anyway, Pat, thank you for making Lady Godiva's hair red because that shit is some of the sexiest shit I've ever seen in my life. When your hair is red, you get like this, it's this fiery, misty aura that comes around you for some period. It's hot. I like it. I like it red. Like, I, like, it's, it's nice and red. Don't listen to you because you're very, you're very, you're very self-deprecating because you would not give yourself a compliment because you look damn good with that red hair. Well, thank you, but I look at this didn't butt. like how white got because I had a lot of gray hairs, right? So, some parts are lighter than the others. <laughs> Yo, gray hair lit like, too. I just remember my initial reaction, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> you so, oh my god. Anyways, so I got one shaved leg and a bright red hair, <laughs> and then okay. So it's time to go to bed, right? And Patricia stayed upstairs with me while the kids camped downstairs with her, their aunt. And like, we could not go to sleep. We just kept laughing. We don't know why we were laughing. We just kept laughing. Like I would shut up and then she starts and then she would shut up and I'll start. But, um, so it wasn't until like, four in the morning till I finally fell asleep and then I had to get up at six because I had to be at my parents house at seven so whew, we got to my parents house the makeup lady was there she did the makeup blah 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 and then I went and got my hair did and the woman she shout out to her I don't know her name shout out to her I don't know your name <laughs> the lady at bubble bubble salon um she did my hair really, really nice, you know. <laughs> no, but she did. She did put the pins tight enough so as I was walking um, in the reception, the pins were just slowly falling out. <laughs> but um, anyways, we got into the limo. It was just myself, my mom, my two sisters, and Janelle and Jacob, and we were in traffic. We waited and waited and waited, and of course, Lana was like, <laughs> "No, she was actually a lot calmer than I thought." Anyways, so we get to the church. The church was huge. It was one of the biggest churches I've ever seen. Um, it actually looked like a castle on the outside. I'm like, uh, you know, it must be nice, yeah. But um, <laughs> so we get to the church. You know, everybody's there, and of course, we're not dressed. We're like, y'all gonna wait for us. So we go into, you know, one of these rooms and we get dressed or whatever and we go, you know, do the thing. I was so thankful I didn't fall. I had like high heels on. I haven't worn high heels in forever. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then the reception, the reception was really small. It was a simple wedding. It was supposed to be that way. And she told them ahead of time, there's no alcohol served because these cheapos wanted um, insurance. These cheapos, the subtle shade you out here throwing. What happened? You said these cheapos. I said the subtle shade you're out here throwing. 
No, not my, not on my sister. I'm talking about about the church. I didn't she say. I didn't. I didn't say your sister. I said the subtle shade. I didn't say who you're throwing the shade at. So yeah. So you know, people because there's no alcohol, they were too scared to dance. So they were sitting down looking at each other, looking dumb. So I started dancing all by my lonesome. And then my mom came up and she started dancing with me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, we, it was nice. It was really sweet. You know, my sister and her husband were ready to go because they booked a flight to Miami for eight days for their honeymoon. And, uh, I know why yeah. you're taking that sentence. <laughs> oh, shit. I did not know where you were taking that sentence. She said, my, you know, Lada and her husband was ready to go. I was like, Oh, yeah. So, um... <laughs> she like, nigga, jet the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oof. It was a very weekend i'm glad everybody was safe and that it is over and we are back home and live on the podcast you know what i mean live and direct from the podcast no, I'm just saying. But yeah, that's pretty amazing. But yeah, I could I could initially I could first of all, I don't like you Arabic people and y'all weddings because outside people can't come. Yo, I wanted to come. I wanted to get all nice and dappered up. A lot of my homies, shit. Man, she wanted everybody to come, but you know, the budget was real. <laughs> I didn't have and to eat. I could just sat there. Like everybody else, nobody else was dancing. I just sat there too. I'd have been invisible. I'm, I'm, and I'm like, really, y'all just this is a celebration. Why are y'all sitting down? I think it's because it was only Arabic music and not <laughs> there was no American music. Y'all saying all Arabic and, music? What'd you say? Y'all saying all Arabic music? Yeah, but can you imagine Arabs not wanting to listen to Arab music? They want to hear that. They want to hear that. Push me to the edge. All our friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All our friends are. No, I'm just like, I don't really care if you die. Like they want to hear that mass off. They want to hear that future. Oh man, mass you know song. what song? Like, mass song. We gonna do that. We gonna do that later. We gonna do that later. We'll say that for later. Cause we gotta get to. Hold on. Hold on. Actually. We're going to tell your story about D.C. Tell, tell us what's going on in your Facebook post about um what happened in D.C. Oh, speaking of, okay, so it was Monday, right? Monday, today's Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I think, I yeah. think you texted me Monday. Yesterday. Yeah, you texted me yesterday. <laughs> okay, so I'm getting off of work and I go outside. So I have to walk a few blocks whenever I'm riding with someone. And, um... Yeah, I go, I'm standing, waiting for the light, for the, the walking sign to, co- to cross the street. And all of a sudden, I, like, I hear and kind of see a woman fall behind me. <laughs> and when I say fall, this woman fell, like her whole body went down. <laughs> and her skirt went up and everything, right? So... The, the weirdest thing is I didn't even laugh. I laughed at everything. I did not laugh at that. It was weird. Anyway, so I reached down, and I'm like, are you okay? Let me help you up, right? So my hand's out, and this woman, she's shaking her hands off on, the, um, on, her, pa- on her skirt, and then she puts one hand out, to, I guess, you know, for me to help her, and then she looks at me, <laughs> and she goes, she looks at me, right? And she looks up at me and she goes, I- I'll just sit here for a little while. <laughs> Whew. I was, I was like, oh, oh, excuse me. You would have thought the way she looked at me was like she was so disgusted that I even existed, that kind of look. And I was like, okay. So I left her out there and I crossed the street. They didn't even look back. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? Like how mm, like how like how much of a douchebag do you have to be 
that you think because she clearly thought that you that you was um a terrorist oh my god it was so i was disgusted that she was disgusted like you were disgusted Right, I was reading that text like this motherfucker. Oh, I fall. Who fall? First of all, who falls walking on the side? Just walking. Who just randomly falls walking? Like you're clum- you clumsy and you're racist. Like what kind of stupid shit is that? And secondly, what does she think? Like I said in the text, what she thought when you touched her, the bomb was gonna go off. <laughs> like it was something. I don't know. That that was not a nice experience. I was like, you know what? Whatever. Fuck you, I, lady. I didn't even look back. Yo, she saw that ass and uh, she thought a bomb. She thought she was killing carrying the bomb. <laughs> she said, "Yo, look at." She said, "Nah, that's too much ass. That's it's a bomb. That's a bomb. That's the bomb. That's the bomb." And anyway, if you were carrying the bomb, because your ass is the bomb. But if you were carrying an actual literal bomb, even if. You in the vicinity of her. If you dead, if she dead, if you dead, she dead. So it don't fucking matter. Man. I don't know. That just, crazy. Motherfuckers are just stupid. That's what makes me mad. The motherfuckers are just stupid. And they just be open with their stupidness. Oh, I'm good. Like, be, like you had shit on your hand or something. Like, oh, no, I'm good. Like, you're a very clean person. So it's like, get your dumb ass up off the ground. Because now you just look completely stupid. You fail. You a racist. Everybody done seen you a racist, and now you just sitting on the ground like a dumbass as everybody walks away because nobody, none of your, none of your white brethren offered to help you. She's randomly sitting there, and then like the cars that had to stop for me to cross the road. I know I can feel them looking at me. Like, how do you gonna leave her like that? Like, they don't know what happened before they park. I mean, not park, but stop and. It was just funny. So, oh, no. like a, so you looking like a rude foreigner when in actuality you offered your you extended your hand, but she said, nah, fuck that. I don't touch I don't touch Arabic hands because they dirt they don't got to wash my hand. What well, is like um it's like in the help. The um they it's kind of contradicting itself because the help or whatever, the maids, they couldn't use the same bathroom as their um as the people that own the house or whatever, the white people, but you would let them keep your babies. You'll let them kiss and you let them kiss on your baby to, you know, spank your baby. You let them do all this shit to your baby, but you wouldn't share the same bathroom with them. Um, so it's like this woman, whether again, this woman rather late, this woman rather sit on the ground, looking like a complete dumbass, than just take your hand. A person who has never done nothing to her. Dumbass. Stay on the ground. Hope she's, hope she's still on the ground right now. Yeah. You know something? Hope you broke your um, hip. You know what else I saw that was weird? I didn't tell you about this yet. Um, so, you know, riding up or whatever, getting dropped, about to get dropped off to go in the morning, we saw this van, and the van said, Fraternal Order of Police. Mm. And, like, the the guy in the front seat looked like he was ready to go to war. Like, he was looking like, you know, don't look at me or you're going to get arrested for looking at me. Like, Bruh. <laughs> Cops do be, bruh. Then, mind you, so they, I'm get, I got dropped off, right? And they make a right, right? So as I get dropped off, I'm making a left to go towards where I work. I go about two or three blocks down and... At the lights where I'm standing across the street, they pull up on the other side. Oh, like, shit. Don't, don't kidnap me. Don't, don't abduct me today. <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't>... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyways, that was weird. I, there's always something weird going on in D.C. D.C., stay with the weirdness, it seems like. They was about to try to get your ass, but they be they be watching you, man. You on their radar. I don't know why. I don't be doing anything to anybody. They think you got that bomb. They probably like she's it, she's here too much. <laughs> Between these hours, you're always here during rush hour. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I can honestly see them thinking some stupid shit like that because logic never plays a part in most of their in most of their thinking. They probably like, yo, yeah, she's she's here at this time every day. Like she's scoping, like she's scoping the place. I just know she is. 
Like, bruh, she probably just she look, she probably just worked somewhere in the vicinity. Nah, man. Ain't none of that. None of that, man. She can't be just working here. Why would she be look, she why would she be working here? Like I can see them thinking that. Instead of yeah, I can see that I can see that totally being like a possibility. It's horrible. It is so horrible to even have to keep watching your back and you didn't even do anything. But oh you, should, well. you should um you should definitely walk around with a shirt like bruh, come on. You should wear a broad chill <laughs> shirt. A broad a broad chill shirt. I'm t- we yo we make it we making strong Arabic shirts. I'm making a strong Arabic woman shirt, a strong black woman shirt. <laughs> shirts that'll piss society off. We're gonna make some of those. <laughs> don't nobody don't nobody steal our idea I'm gonna come at your neck. If I, I swear if I see a strong Arabic woman shirt, I'm gonna be mad as hell. <laughs> oh, we know y'all man. we know y'all got it from. What the fuck going on, man? Yo, but um, I probably should have put this in the beginning of the podcast, but hey, whatever. But Awkward Misfits, don't forget that this we actually it's gonna be the it's gonna be the book of the month for two week two months because it's like the middle of the month where we decided to start this book club. But what is it? What is it? What is it? May it's May from May sixteenth to um June sixteenth. The book of the the book of the month is Brave New World. You can get it on Amazon. Barnes and Noble, you can get it wherever these books books are sold. We're gonna do that when we're gonna do um Brave New World for the first book of the Awkward Misfits book club. So y'all make sure I go out and get that. Me and um Lady Godife has been reading it. This is like my third time reading it. But you know, Lady Godife, what do you think about the book so far? I think it's crazy. I think that it kind of makes you feel like this is this shit is real, like. <laughs> Like, scientists are in these buildings just experimenting on human beings. And, um, you know, we could be one of those experiments and we don't even fucking know. <laughs> Yo, what's with, the, what's with the valley girl voice? The, what, is, what is it? The valley girl voice. You're like, really valley. You said, well, um, yeah, it's like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. But, but you know, I know. But yeah, like I said, I la- like I said last week on the podcast, I think that it's um it's mirroring real life the um the um the controlling human nature from the standpoint of being able to teach you to hate things. Like I think I talked about this in the thesis statement once before. Shout out to Ohio State University. This one um dude was interviewing me for his paper or whatever, and I was telling him that um most people people are not born to hate gays; they're taught to hate gays. Just like they're taught to hate black people or some black people taught to hate white people. You know what I'm saying? Like people are taught to hate things and they can embed it in your brain at a small as a small child that you grow up and you never challenge it because that's what you've been told. That's what everything around you knows. That's why a lot of people in the inner city, a lot of people in the city, that's all they know, you know, what is sex drugs, sex drugs and rap or whatever. That's all they know is because that's what they was taught. They were taught the only way to get rich is to do is through rap or whatever. So Brave New World actually shows you that yo, like your 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 train of thought can be controlled at such a small at um at such a small age. But you know, I don't want to ruin the book for y'all. We talked about it a little bit last week. So listen to last week's podcast episode. You want to hear a more in-depth um discussion about the first four chapters. But definitely make sure you get the book because we're definitely gonna do a um podcast episode where we just talk strictly about the book and you don't want to miss out on this great discussion about Brave New World because again, it is a mind it is a mind opening. Like Brave New World is like a book adaptation of the Aqua Minority. And you know, you know, it's crazy. Um, it was published in 1932, right? And then it, it actually kind of is an affirmation to my theory that we live in the past, and the past is our future. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because um, this is um, because this is one tagline you haven't got to this one part. It's towards the end of the book. Well, you're gonna because when we when we first started the Occupy Minority, I wanted to put this one quote, and I can't say it now because you never caught on to it because you never, I mean, you never really read Brave New World, so it's like you didn't catch on to the quote, and I don't want to say it now because I don't want to ruin the book. But I used to say it a lot, and I wanted to make it the tagline, and it's probably going to be the tagline after everybody get done reading it because then everybody have a more 
broader understanding because I, I i thought everybody read this book in high school but i see that all high schools didn't have this book to read because it just it, this is one of my favorite books like it honestly is one of my favorite books if y'all into like i'm telling you this is one book that you're going to read and you're going to love it and it's the first book in our um in our book in our book club we didn't do we didn't do test nut because you're going to read that anyway amazon Barnes and Noble, go get that. But we're gonna do brave. We're gonna do Brave New World. We're doing Brave New World, and y'all go out and get it. Amazon two day shipping, or you can read it on the Kindle. I was reading it on the Kindle, but I was like, you know what? I gotta get the real. I gotta get my. I gotta get my book. I gotta get a book. I can't do this Kindle shit. Well, this I've tablet shit. I've actually been asked four times already what I'm reading. Normally, like if I have a book or whatever, nobody really asks about it. But this book, they see, you know, oh this. This looks, the cover looks interesting. Like, what is this? <laughs> so I'm over here repeating myself. And of course, the book is all about repeating yourself. But yeah, so. Exactly. I'm saying this, this book is um, it's very jaw dropping. It should get, it's going to make a lot of people, it's going to make a lot of people think a lot, a lot of people going to think and you're going to find out you're going to, this book is going to separate your intelligent friends, your woke friends from your non woke friends. Let's just put it like that. Yeah, true. Stay woke. Niggas creepy. They go. Yeah. I love the fact that, um, everybody's listening to Charles Gambino's Redbone now because it's all over the radio. You know what I'm, First heard that song, I thought it was CeeLo Green for some reason. I don't know why. You thought it was CeeLo. CeeLo Green has his own version of it, but I don't. Let me see. Too late, made a nigga wait for some. I don't know. Actually, I don't. I don't know because I I knew it was Charles Gambino because I seen him post it and then said this is my new single. So maybe maybe if I would have seen it blindly, if I would have heard it blindly, I probably thought that, but I don't know. I didn't really believe it was Chaz Gambino at first. I'm like, how the hell is he hitting these hot notes? But he's like actually hitting... Chaz Gambino is the shit. Oh my God. Can we... <laughs> this is the part of the podcast that we get to do something funny. <laughs> what do you want to do? I really, really... Okay, I was at work and, you know, in order for me to do work, I have to listen to music, too. So one of the songs that I listened to, and I happened to look at the video at the same time, but I was watching Childish Gambino Sober. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard. I could not take it. <laughs> Everybody came in my cubicle like, what the hell is wrong with you? And they started laughing, too. So... Can we watch it together and maybe the misfits can laugh and get bright in their day a little bit? Yeah, this is going to be the part of the podcast. We're going to need everybody to pause the podcast, and you're going to need to go to, um, well, don't pause it right now while I'm talking, but pause the podcast and queue up um, Charles Gambino Sober. We all going to collectively watch this, this, this stuff. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It's funny. It is so funny. <laughs> all right. We might have to watch. It. We might have to watch it on mute or low. We are gonna play the volume low because I don't need SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else that the podcast is available for listening. Trying to contact us, like yo, y'all got copyrighted music in there, so turn it down. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. On three. One. Two. Three. This is going to be even more funny because it's on mute. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to on mute. <laughs> Yo, Chaz Gambino looks like that dude in the club that's just waiting for that girl to get drunk enough so he can shoot a shot. Because he's just sitting over there. In, why are you just sitting over there in the corner? Looking creepy as fuck. She, she looks so annoyed. Like, they're the only people in here. Like, what the fuck? Look at him. Yo, this nigga look... <laughs> Man, if somebody waves at me like that, I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Fuck the bathroom. I gotta go get my gun. <laughs> and he keep on doing it. I'm like, yo, bro, chill. <gasps> he said, girl. <laughs> What's your problem? If you all give me. This nigga's creepy, bro. <laughs> Oh Ooh, honey, my girl, they can solve them. 
Yo, what the fuck? He look. Mm. This shit is wait. funny. My favorite part is coming up soon. <laughs> this... Okay, so she gets up because she's like, "What the hell is going on with you?" Yo, she should have just. She look just at left. him. He's, he's staring in the space. Maybe he looks better. This nigga is wildin'. Think it's like dancing and shit. Like you gotta give him the A for effort though. Like he's really actually trying to get her attention. Like as as none working as it may be, he is actually trying really, really hard to get her attention. She texting her friends like, "Yo, this nigga is crazy." He just glided. He's trying real hard. He's trying. He's trying. I give it to him. He's trying. He's shooting that shot. Holy, she got pigeons and shit. Yo, you got birds, doves. And he, he cracks the egg in the air. Yo, that's skill. I don't care. Charles Gambino, the goat. He just cracked the egg in midair. How you do that? And then, he, bruh, Charles Gambino is the goat, man. He creepy and he make good songs. He the goat. He the goat for that one. He cracked the egg in midair. How the hell do you crack an egg in midair? Oh man! <laughs> You're like, okay, you got some skills. All right, go ahead. Where's where, where is everybody else? Where is everybody else? What is going on? I have no idea. It's freaking snowing outside and everything. <laughs> Bro, it went from rain into snow, and it's just he just they, she just can't catch a break. She's trying to go home. This motherfucker just dancing, playing with playing with his fingers in the air, looking like a damn psycho. I'd be like, okay, look, it's working. Look, it's working. Look at her. It's working, though. Are y'all playing? It's working. But why did the lights keep flashing, though? Because <laughs> the, 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 uh, the story ain't on it, too. Like, where the fuck is there? See, it's working. Look, it's working. Persistency. What did Leah say? You got to dust yourself off and try again? So there you go. Look, look, it worked. It worked. Yo, it took them way too long to get that food ready. That's why she couldn't leave. I never, my job done seen this video like 30 times. And I just now noticed that she gets food. And she was like, you thought. But he's so drunk, he forgets to even leave. He forgets to get the number. That's how drunk he is. <sighs> that look he just gave her. This nigga so drunk, he forgot to get the number. You notice the clock didn't change at all, right? The clock didn't change? Like, yeah, the time. The time didn't change. It stayed at 9.30. Oh, wow. So it's just all 9.30. Well, sorry. It was like, it's like all in his head kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, this is all jokes. Cause the, knowing Charles Gambino, the, the song, I mean, the um, the video probably has like a way deeper meaning than it does. But that shit is just funny. It really is. Oh my goodness, it made my day. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like, did he just glide? <laughs> and maybe, maybe he was about to shoot his shot, but he so that's what happened. Maybe he was about to shoot his shot, his shot, and he was thinking of all the things he was gonna say to her, right? But then he was so drunk, he just thought he shot his shot. That's why when she was leaving, he didn't he didn't get her number because in his mind he shot his shot, but he forgot to actually shoot his shot. <laughs> and now that I'm sober, I mean now that it's over, I never be sober. I couldn't believe, but now I'm so high. No, 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 no. Yeah, he sound like a young Michael Jackson on that song. Yeah, pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, Chaz Gambino makes some pretty good. He makes some pretty good music. He yeah. can rap and sing on these hoes, and he's from Georgia. <laughs> Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Yo, what's with you women in this scrapless, backless bra? You want a scrapless, backless bra? Oh, my God. Yeah, I want a scrapless, backless bra. Yeah, I want a scrapless, backless bra. Yeah, I want a scrapless, backless bra. Yeah, I want a scrapless,
scram what? <laughs> Would you like a scrap list and also back list bra? I couldn't do it. My boobs are too big. Shit. I, I done seen I done seen this ad for this bra a million times by like a million women and we can get you one, but yeah, yeah. What, what's with these Instagram ads, bro? Like, do they just be like, "Hey, let's hit a, a whole bunch of models and be like, yo, we'll give you this bra. We just want you to wear it in the video, adjusting it.' Like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> Amber Rose was using it too. This scrapless backless bra, and all their captions be so stupid. Scrapless backless. This might be the perfect bra. Hello, cleavage. Check out my full review of this bra. Okay, first of all, who the fuck watching reviews of bra bras? Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm hearing it from you. Bro, I, I get you this bra though. I get you this bra. If you want one, I'm gonna get you. We're gonna su we're gonna support some of these San Juan models and get this bra. What what offer code we have to use? Hold on, Amber. Aww. See, Amber, see, Amber, you fucking up. I gotta, it's too much, right? Okay, first of all, you advertising something, it do not need to be three paragraphs on fucking Instagram. Because <laughs> I can't tell people where to get this bra. Nigga, look at another post. Anyway, go get a scrapless, backless bra, support Amber Rose and whatever she doing because she the homie. Because I don't know where you can get this bra at. Oh, you can pre-order it at Sneaky... At sneakyvault.com? I'm gonna get you one. Cause it's scrapless and it's backless. There you go. We're gonna get you a bra. We're gonna get you a bra. Anyway, what the f what the yo, look at you. That's okay. Now we getting you one. It's nice bra. You don't like nice bras? It's not about a nice bra. It's not gonna work for me. It's gonna work. It don't matter if it your mama listen to this podcast, so let me shut the fuck up. I'm, I almost went. I be, I be about to go there. Saeed, mama Saeed, I'm sorry. I be about to, I be, I be almost going there all the time. I be forgetting we doing the podcast. Like, we just be having a conversation. Like, we just, like, fuck it. Y'all awkward misfits family, so fuck it. I don't care. Because it just sounds like we just have, But anyway, what the hell? The, oh, what? What the fuck was I about to talk about? You want to do, do Aquamel? Sure. <laughs> After that super awkward exchange, now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, The Aquamel. It's where you ask questions and we give you answers. If you would like to have your question featured on next week's show, please feel free to email us. That is jvars at planetofthesandcorn.com. That is J-A-V-A-R-I-S at planetofthesandcorn S-A-N-Q-U-O-N dot com. Or if you would like to email Lady Godiva, that would be Kadir at wordsbyladyg.com. That is G-H-A-D-I-R at wordsbyladyg.com. What do we have today? Today we have two awkward males. One is lengthy and the other one is extremely short. So I'm going to go with the long one. And it's titled, My Mom Tries to Control Everything and Kills My Motivation to Do Anything by Wang J. <laughs> my mom is completely domineering and tries to micromanage. Before anyone says, she just does that because she cares. Suck it up and be thankful. She does a lot more than complain about what I do right now. Every time she talks to me or texts me or calls me, she always complains about something. That's why I started ignoring her calls because it's so toxic and angry all the time. She then complains I never call her or open up to her about my life. Well, no shit. She not only complains about everything I do now, but she also brings up mistakes I made years ago on a daily basis to guilt trip me into thinking I'm a shitty person. Whenever I take interest in something, a new hobby, career interest, etc., she always tries to take things into her own hands and assign me shit and give me enormous amounts of pressure. I lost interest in the numerous things due to how much pressure she gives me and I just end up burning out because it wasn't about doing something I loved anymore. It was about meeting her standards. 
Whenever I try to stand up to her and whenever I do something for myself, she claims I'm being defiant. I'm 20 and she complains I'm being a rebellious teenager if I stop putting up with her bullshit. In public, she constantly tries to talk to me, talk for me. For example, I was signing up to a gym and she just had to come into the room and try to talk to the manager instead of letting me do it. She tries to do everything for me, yet complains I don't know how to be independent. No shit, because she never lets me figure things out for myself. And when I do something, she claims I didn't do it right, when in reality, I just didn't do it her way. And worst of all, I got burned out so badly from her pushing me to study in high school that in college, I just gave up and had a shitty of grades. Shitty as fuck grades. I switched majors and am doing better, but she's acting up again, and I see myself starting to resent it again. She thinks she is supporting me, but she is still really burning me out and draining my energy. She is an, emotion, an emotional vampire and I've had enough of her constant complaining am I wrong for saying these things about my mom I don't know the two of you might even say I'm a bitch for being ungrateful but please <laughs> tell me how to stand up to her because after all she is my mom and I didn't choose that of course I am thankful for how hard she worked to provide for me but on a relationship level I don't feel that close to her and honestly she is toxic Yo, time out. We got some breaking developments. You know, we were talking about that bra, right? Uh huh. So I emailed one. Well, I emailed. Cool, I text one of the models or whatever, and then she sent me like five texts saying, "Oh, you know that one." Yo, why is it several people making the same bra? Like, 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 what the fuck? Anyway, that's just, I just found it to be funny that it's several people making the same bra, but they all trying to sell it the same way. So it's like people just biting off each other. So again, don't y'all be still not ideas because I will come for you, Amy. We ain't making we ain't making no scrapless bra. We making scrapless guns. I don't know. I just found I just I, I honestly just found that to be funny that um she was like, No, you know, um curve the curve shop got is selling something. And I'm like, no, like we arguing in the text. I'm like, no, the the curvy swave or some shit, whatever the thing was called. I don't even remember what it's called no more. Apparently a lot of people making these bras, but anyway. Back to the aquamel. So <laughs> I don't know. That that's interest that's interesting. That's interesting to me that so many people are trying to bite that should be pissing me off because you'll see a lot of people you'll see somebody have a great idea because I'm pretty sure the scrapless whatever it is, bra was great for you know, for the person that came up with it. And then instead of them um copywriting it, they just be like, Okay, nobody's gonna try to be like me and then everybody tries to be like you. To the point yeah. that we don't know, to the point that we don't know which one is which. So anyway, if y'all get a scrapless bra, that's cool. If y'all don't, that's cool too. Because Amber Rose really don't need the money. She's a millionaire. <laughs> I don't think she created it, but you know, hey, shout out to her. She cool. Anyway, then we've been like this man mumbling, just like controlling everything. Okay, do you have any advice for this young young person, woman? I think it's a woman, right? Yes, she's 20. She's 20 years old. So, you can go ahead. What do you feel about it? This is how I feel. Your mother is a bad, bad woman. She's horrible. Like, your mother honestly sounds like that mother who wants to see the manager when she goes to stores because her food wasn't heated up to the t to the perfect temperature. It was, a, it was warm, but it wasn't blazing hot, but it wasn't also cold. She seems like one of those complaining type people. But no, in all actuality, you have to um just count down the days till you're free of her. Like as, as crazy as that sounds, you have to just count down the days till you're free of her. You have no obligation at this point to even talk to her. If you don't want to speak to her again, then that's something you can do. You can take that risk, you know, as long as you feel... Once you feel like you can fly, then fly the fuck away. But till then, just bite your tongue, cuss her out in your head, write in your diary or whatever. Because just because somebody gave birth to you, that does not mean that they legally own you. Because a lot of people feel like they, that they there's some obligation to this woman. No, you didn't choose to be here. She chooses to have you. So, therefore, you get to make your own life decisions. And she need to get the fuck off your back because you are not 
her. Like she needs to try to live vicariously through you. She had a chance of life. She chose to blow it. So now she can't be trying to pressure you into being what she wants you to be. Because like I was telling the person the other day when they was talking about they wanted to go to college and like they wanted to go to college somewhere. And that's my where my mom went to prove that. I said, when your mom dies, you have to live with the decisions that that you made in life. People are not going to be like, oh, okay, we'll give you a second chance at this job because you turned it down because of your mom. No, fuck that. It's you you got to make these decisions, and once you make them, you have to live with them. So your mom don't have to live with them because, like I said, when she dies or whatever, whenever her time comes, she passes away. She passes away if she takes, you know, all her burdens are now gone with her. Except for the ones that she left with you because you picked them up. So you don't have to pick up your mom's burdens. You have to feel like you don't you don't have to feel like you owe her something. It's up to you to live your life the way you want to live it. Nobody else can tell you how to live it. So you gotta live it. Like if she's being a, a controlling motherfucker, then don't talk to this motherfucker. You don't you don't have to have a conversation with this woman. I'm just saying cause a lot because a lot of people feel like a lot of people feel like um Cause they blood, cause they blood related to somebody that that mean you owe them something. You don't owe them nothing. You don't even, you don't owe them shit. You don't owe them. You owe them absolutely nothing. If you're not on the same way and lethal with them, then you're just not on the same way and lethal with them. Like if you know you're not wrong, then you're not wrong. Just because you're the older person in the situation and you was able to give and you was able to bear a child, that does not make you the right. That does not make you right. I don't mean to keep on bringing up this man, but Donald Trump got children, so it's like Donald Trump trying to discipline his children. Just because he had, you know, just because he's the older person in this situation doesn't mean he's the smartest person in this situation. So that goes for your mom too. Your mom, your mom's a controlling, conniving person that sucks the energy out of you, and you—that's the way you honestly feel. Then we had, then as I was not, I'm not gonna call you asshole because that's that's a reasonable thing. Like she just gave birth to you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't. I'm you. 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 you you're not crazy. Trust me. You're not crazy. They just put it like that. You're not crazy. What you feel is what you honestly feel. That what you honestly feel. Then you shouldn't should, you should, you should feel bad about it. It's, be, it's great that you're at 20 and you identify this and be like 30 and just now realizing it. And now it's like now you done went down a path of don't met pleasing her when it seems like it's no pleasing her regardless of what you do. Cool. Hashtag stay woke. This nigga scheming. You know, okay, so... Ow, 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 ow. Girl, what the hell? Okay, sorry. I just stepped on something and it hurt. Ah, it went through my foot. Okay. Don't um, die for the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm okay. So, here's the thing. We have lack of communication a lot of times all it is is that we need to open our mouth and tell the person how we really feel especially being so it's your mother um she seems to be set in her ways we all know how people older than us are are like that they they're set in their ways and they're you can't convince them otherwise but there's this thing called communication and if you're you voice how you feel about how she makes you feel, especially when she talks for you, and clearly you're 20 years old, so um, you're able to speak for yourself. Um, and if you voice that, and then she still does it, then you you know, be you know, love her from a distance, but at least give it a shot and telling her how you feel what's been bugging you, you know, why? Because we tend to gravitate towards social media to, you know, vent or, or anywhere else, which is cool, you know, it's better than hurting yourself or, or whatever, but we got to learn how to speak. We have to speak to each other. We have to say how we feel, no matter how the person receives it, that's not your problem because at least it comes off of your chest and you could say, at least I tried. So, you know, I don't think you're a bitch for being ungrateful. I don't even think you're ungrateful. I just think that you genuinely want to know what the problem is. And it could be that she's lonely or she's depressed and like, you know, Jesus Shuttlesworth said, you know, she, 
she's trying to live through you and that's not going to work. A lot of time, a lot of parents do that. And I'm actually, you know, I'm a mother of two and they're young right now. So <laughs> these things I'm taking into consideration that I already need to back off, you know, with cer certain things like, um, they're independent. They can feed themselves and, you know, take showers and all that stuff by themselves. There's no need for me to keep double checking everything because that, that builds, that's what starts that whole resentment thing. Like you never allowed me to do something by myself and you, I never really grew up because you were always over my head. And that's something I'm as a mother learning to um not do <laughs> so try to communicate with your mom see if she you know that anger is coming from somewhere god knows where <laughs> i mean it's probably years and years worth of things but you know try to she try to take time and talk to her if it doesn't work love her from a distance and pray that she'll be all right <laughs> that's all we can do but yeah, yeah you better love from a distance Get out while you can. <laughs> you better run from the gingerbread man, not for it. Yeah, you better love from a distance. That's probably best. <laughs> oh, I want to make a break. Oh, I want to make a brave new world reference. Oh my God, I can't wait for y'all to finish the book because I'm gonna be letting them fly. <laughs> I know. It, there's a lot of. You know, it amazes me the vocabulary in that book, and it was published in 1932. I know scientists always have these you know, large words that they use or whatever, but it just baffles me in like, my mind. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people can't read so, this book. <laughs> yeah, I'll so, tell you something going to be high enough. But yeah, like I said, if you're going to figure out who's the one. Oh, by the way, everybody make sure you go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Man, I don't know how the people, I don't know why people want to do ads on this show, because we always forget. But basically, go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. is in theaters right now. Go see that. Go get the loot crate for this month, because it's this Guardians of the Galaxy theme. They have some Star Wars, and they also have the Goonies. That is trylootcrate.com backslash awkward minority. We're going to do better next week. But yeah. Okay, let's get to, let's get to the second question. We're going to we gonna be advertisers. Maybe they like maybe they like the non betterness. Maybe they like the spontaneity. Ooh, look at that. The spontaneity of our ads. But yeah, y'all make sure y'all go out and get that stuff. <laughs> um so the second awkward male is Cali or Florida. Late twenties and lost by Schnelson. All right, Schnelson, this is what you said. I'm about to graduate from a top business school. Kelly School of Business, and my girlfriend and I are torn between moving to L.A. or Boca Raton, where my fam lives now. In Cali, we have some great friends and decent job opportunities. In Florida, we have family and security. Obviously, a lot of details are left out. Just hoping for some help because I feel really lost. Thanks to you two amazing people. Thank you for calling. That's amazing. <laughs> so amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, thank you. This is where we eat through you. No, I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. So, um, I feel like you've made big people decisions already with the business school and congratulations on your soon-to-be graduation. Um, I feel like in life you're growing up, so you and your girlfriend already have plans to move in together. Um, maybe it's, it'll be better if you guys go to L.A., because it is away from family. <laughs> Please, baby, no more parties in L.A. Uh, no more parties in L.A. That's a good-ass song. Bright lights trying to make it through the city. Breakneck speed trying to... Okay, never mind. Nothing wrong with being around family. Don't get me wrong. But um, you... I don't know how long have you, you've been with your girlfriend, but 
in order to get to know somebody, you don't need other people in your ear. So if you live close to family, they're constantly going to come over where you're not going to be able to actually get to know your girlfriend the way you want to. So in the meantime, you know, moving to L.A. doesn't mean you can't move to Florida later on. But I think go to L.A. L.A. has, you know, bigger opportunities anyways. So with business, you could be like a law, a lawyer for a celebrity or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Man, go to L.A. because it's not it's not by your family. Y'all got to start making decisions with your family in mind because your family ain't making no decisions with you in mind. I'm just saying. Ooh. I'm just saying. Y'all out here, y'all out here trying to sacrifice for people that don't give two fucks about you. I mean, we don't know. They, my bad. My bad. Oops. Oops. Oh shit! Oh, see, this is like caught on that. They go, they'll never catch, they'll never catch on to the, that shit that we do. But anyway, I don't, <laughs> you got better opportunities. <laughs> but you do, you do got better opportunities. You do got better opportunities in LA. You just said it yourself. That has more, you know, it's more opportunities. So you got to go with the jobs that, especially in this market, you better go with the damn job at because Sally May, Sally May want her money. Right. She gonna come knocking, <laughs> nigga. The day you graduate, the grade you, I, the day you graduate, you gonna get an email like, yo, so you owe us a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. How would you like to pay for this? Yearly, weekly, monthly, bi-weekly, lump sum. Nigga, they gonna ask you. <laughs> yeah, they gonna be like lump sum, like nigga, nigga, yes, I, nigga, yes, I am sitting around with a hundred thousand dollars ready to give you. Man. But there, but yeah. yeah opportunities because then you can take care of your family and like you know get you a big house and then have a guest house uh an acre away so that they can chill over there while y'all do your thing in your house five five acres away (laughs) five acres five acres yo can we get yo can we get like 10 acres i want want us to have like 10 (laughs) 10 acres 10 acres away Man. Ten thousand miles like, away, that too. That works. I, I, I just have to say, I love our misfits. Like they're, they're awesome. They rock. Like all of them do. I don't know. They be <laughs> trusting in us to give them advice. I know, right? We can't even decide where we want to live. <laughs> Yo, misfits, where do y'all think that me and Lady Godiva should move to? Let's ask y'all. This is our awkward misfits question. Where do y'all think we should move to? And don't say Texas, because we've been over this shit. I'm sorry, Justin, but don't say Texas. Too hot. Well, so the things that we're considering, um, of course, opportunity, 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 because we got things going on. um, But cost of living, we... We definitely don't want to spend an arm and a leg with, you know, this this uh, n- unnecessary materialist world. So, um, yeah, cost of living, job opportunities, possibly career opportunities, not just just over broke things. So, yeah. Yeah, y'all, y'all let us know where we should move to because we're, we're open to it. <laughs> we getting the fuck on. We getting out of your amigos and uh, sorry, me and Mari. We gone. Like the party all the time. My girl wants to. Yo, you, do you know these young people don't even know that Eddie Murphy had a hit song with "My Girl Like the Party All the Time." Oh, man. My girl wants to party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. But yeah, I can miss this. Y'all let us know where y'all think we should move to and we'll take it in consideration. Don't say don't say next door to y'all because that's creepy. No, I'm just playing. No, I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm joking. Five or ten acres away from you. How about that? Yeah, we yeah, we really we're really isolated people. Like, yeah. It's funny because we get on this podcast every week or whatever, and we sound like we just love people, but we both hate humans. Like that, that would make us love each other. We have, we have to love each other because we'll love nobody else. <laughs> it sounds so bad. Y'all know the fuck we be. I'm just saying that sounds bad. 
We love humans. We just love we just love them in doses. Cause he will do weird oh. shit, bro. Like today, I was reading a book, and this man could come over and he's just gonna start randomly talking to me. I'm like, okay, cool. But then you see me holding the book in my hand, reading it. So I'm thinking you just about to say something. Go. You actually sat down, crossed your legs, and tried to have a full ass conversation. And I was mad as shit. Cause I'm like, man. I'm trying to read this book in this hour. So this, I ended up having to talk to this man for a whole hour. And I'm like, man, you seem like a nice human and all. But what the fuck? I got a book in my hand. Let me enjoy this book. <laughs> I'm like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. But nah, for real, though. We love you, Alchemist Fits. We love y'all, Alchemist Fits, man. Because y'all get us. That's why y'all the Alchemist Fits. And I love, oh, the the last thing that we had with the live tweeting, that was so much fun. Did you enjoy it? Yo, we should do, yo, okay, I can misfits. I need to put this up. We, gonna, we need to start asking this shit in the beginning of the podcast. But, um, actually, we'll save it. We'll just save it. Just know tomorrow we're going to drop, we're going to drop something on Instagram. It's going to be pretty cool. We'll leave it to tomorrow. Well, let's be today when y'all listen to it. We just randomly right. talking. So, um, as always, we like to thank you, Arkham Misfits, for checking out this week's episode of the Arkham Minority. Be sure to follow us on all social media. That is SoundCloud, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, Google Play, Xbox, iTunes. That is the Awkward Minority, unless you are on Twitter, then it's Minority Awkward. Be sure to check that on out. And as always, y'all stay safe and be woke. Cause niggas scheming, they gon' find you, gon' catch you sleeping. Ooh, they gon' fuck your ass up for real. Yeah, I wanna talk about it. Never mind. Bye. <laughs>